up? Welcome back oh, to yo, another yo. episode of United We Nerd. Oh. Yeah. You know, Joel? Yes, Brian. I thought the last episode was a doozy. Dude, it was so much of a doozy, I forgot about it for half a second. <laughs> okay, legit, like, we were talking before the podcast started, and it's like, man, it's been, I feel like it's been a long time since we just had, like, a chill chatting podcast. It's like, Joel, we just did that. Blame COVID. I was like, Blame total COVID. COVID brain. But you know, that's okay, because if you guys forgot, uh, the most recent episode of the United Winner Podcast just went live on audio podcast services. Um, the Comic-Con Roundup, where me and Joel talked about pretty much all the major news at Comic-Con. So much news. We, we, tried, we tried so hard not to make it a full Marvel podcast, but uh, Marvel kind of dominated, so you guys can go check that out. Uh, we have our podcast on many services, um, Apple, Google, Amazon, Spotify, Stitcher. You can check that out. Um, but yeah. Um, but before before we get to uh, the main topic, uh, Joel, how how's your week been? It's been good uh, for me. Just I'm starting back back up at work again. Uh, we had a good like professional development day, which is uh, uncommon. I've had a number of jobs where PD is kind of a pain. Anyone who's that before kind of like hemming and hawing about it a little sometimes, but you know, people do like their jobs too. I had a lot of fun with that yesterday, and some of it today. Um, recovering from COVID, pretty much done. I didn't even know if I was going to go to work Monday, but I took a test in the morning. It's like, oh, going to work. It was negative. So. Oh, got that negative. Yeah, so Hell I'm, yeah. I feel like 95%. I'm a little snoring. So at least yeah. no one else will get it. Have you, yeah, been, have you, oh, you sorry. Sorry for interrupting, but I'm just I'm just curious. Have have you noticed any kind of lingering congestion, man? Just congestion. Don't have that. Which happened to me the first time I had it. Yeah, the cough surprisingly came and went, and same for the fatigue. But fatigue stayed. Then it it was like as soon as I was like it was like in chunks, you know. It was gone after a while. It wasn't like um, first time I got COVID. It just hit me. For like a whole day but this time it was like in sequence but it's getting better, better that's good yeah because i think I, you remember like you remember when when i got it i i had a mm-hmm. cough for almost a month after yeah it, i like tested negative and it was fucking pain in the ass not so much of having the cough but like i was it was kind of one of those weird things like knowing that i had it already but it's like it was passed but it's like i like had to cough in public yeah, it's just kind of nerve-wracking. It's like, it's like, no, I'm all right. <laughs> yeah, nowadays, it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. That's good that you're pretty much almost 100. How's your week been? Before we dive into some news, <laughs> there's been a couple things, but of course, there's some big things. How's your week? Boy, um, yeah, this uh, my, my week has been very. Uh, Interesting. Um, I mean, you probably get into it a little bit. But I'm sure that we can cover a little bit of news. But I watched um, Evo this past weekend. For people that don't know, it's pretty much like the big uh, fighting game tournament in, in Vegas. Um, a lot of cool matches. Um, I I didn't see everything yet. I 
saw mostly Sunday, which consisted of um, some Mortal Kombat, Tekken uh, so 7, Street Fighter 5. Um, I, I tried to watch a little bit of Guilty Gear, but they were running late. So, like, Guilty Gear, the Guilty Gear event didn't start until, like, 10-ish at night. So I felt, I felt sorry for those players. They were literally playing until, like, midnight. Yeah, it was it was a fun watch. It's it's always fun to see the be- the best of the best kind of you know play those games, especially the Dragon Ball the Dragon Ball Fighters players, because they like you'd be surprised how quick to respond they are with their movements, because it's pretty much almost like watching the anime at that point. Um, yeah, some some interesting news came out of there. Some really good news too. Um, some games uh, are getting some updates, some surprising, some not. Dragon Ball Fighters is getting rollback. <laughs> it's getting good internet. It's getting good uh, netcode. Um, it should. You know, at the, at that point, a lot of people in the FGC were like thinking, like, oh, you know, they'll make, you know, Fighters two, and then that will have hopefully have rollback. But no, they, they announced like, yeah, we're going to make uh, next-gen versions of the games and they're going to have rollback in them. So it's like, sweet. And they even said that um, people that have uh, Xbox One and PS4 versions will get a free upgrade. So that was also cool. Uh, uh, another game that desperately need rollback that almost even more than Dragon Ball was Samurai Showdown. I talked about it a long time ago, but yeah, that game had seriously bad internet issues since launch. Like to the point where to this day I've only played like three matches of Sancho because I couldn't <laughs> I couldn't play online. So now they're now they're getting rolled back, so people can pl- finally play online. I'll be nice. I was gonna ask. Oh, oops. Oh, no, no, go for it. Go for it. Say, did Soul Calibur have any presence at all? Totally forgot. No. <laughs> Didn't think so. Decided to ask. We have some guns I play. We play. I know their netcode is not exactly. No, it's not. So. Um, yeah, no. Because uh, it was kind of weird because even the Dragon Ball Fighters is, was made by Arc, Arc System Works. It's still published by Bandai because it's Dragon Ball. And they're getting rolled back, but they're not. Um, they didn't say anything about like Tekken or, um, or Soul Calibur. Uh, but what they did, what they did say, is that uh, there's going to be one more free update for Tekken Seven, which is fucking amazing, because that game is like eight years old, I think. It came out in twenty fuck sixteen. I think twenty sixteen in arcade, twenty seventeen in console. So it's been around. It's been around for a bit, uh, but they're getting one free, one free, one more free update. It's going to be some balance adjustments and some what they call new tactics. What that is, we don't know. They didn't say. Um, and then they announced their their World Cup that they're going to do next year, which is which is cool. Um, and they showed a trailer, which showed the ending to Tekken 1 
you know, the scene where Kazuya kind of throws Heihachi off the fucking cliff, like after beating him. They they show that, and then when they do the close up on Kazuya's face, it, the screen glitches and it turns into a more modern Kazuya with like the scarring on his face and stuff, kind of like um, how he was in Tekken Four. And so, and then it just said, "Get ready." And that was it. And everybody started fucking freaking out because we don't know. It's like, what does this mean? You know? And what do you funny. want it to mean? I think it's a um, remaster. What do you want? A new game? Remastered? Both? There's three options. It's either a Tekken 1 remaster or just remake in general. Um, it's Tekken 8. Or it's going to be Tekken 8. But it's gonna be kind of harkening back to Tekken One, so it's kind of they're gonna reformat the series in a way. Because for you know, not including the the spinoff games like Tekken Tag and whatnot, um, Tekken's pretty much been roughly going through the same process for all seven games, and they haven't had like a a true like official kind of like relaunch. So maybe this is them saying like, hey, we're going to be trying some new stuff for Tekken. You know, we're going to be bringing stuff, a little of the classic stuff back, but then maybe adding some new stuff, kind of like what um, what fucking uh, Street Fighter is doing in Street Fighter 6. By the way, they released two trailers for two characters for Street Fighter 6 and it looks fucking dope. Um, they released a new character called Kimberly. She's really cool. Um, she's kind of like, um, she's obviously a ninja, um, but she's kind of mixing like 80 because her character like description says she's like an 80s like pop culture fan. So she's mixing like the kind of the 80s like um, kind of like hip hop and like graffiti art kind of flair. Like she literally has like a, a cassette, uh, like a set tape player, and she has like spray cans, and she like incorporates incorporates it with her like her ninja skills, which is really cool. And um, they announced that um, uh, Tears coming back. Um, I'm gonna be so I'm gonna be so like. Are you like looking it up to be sure? <laughs> yeah, don't come at me. Like, I do like Street Fighter, but Tekken's always been my jam. You said Tira, and I was thinking about the girl with the hoops. Uh, Jury, I'm sorry. Wow, so many people are going to be fucking at my ass. You know what? I challenge you at Evo to go to Evo and throw down there. (laughs) Oh, no. I I do want to go to Evo, though. It looks like a lot of fun. Because they they did it at the Mandalay Bay Arena. And it looked fucking sick because the Sunday Sunday, um, uh, tournaments were all done in the arena. And it looks fucking dope. So Maybe if, next year, <laughs> next year, take a trip to Vegas. But yeah, really cool. If, and for the tech announcement, it was funny because they they showed a video of the um, the shoutcasters um, all freaking out, and all of a sudden, like the games director Harada just fucking comes in and starts like grabbing people, shaking them, and getting all excited. <laughs> and then he and he doesn't say a fucking word. And he just like points to the camera and like pieces out. It's like God damn it. <laughs> Harada's always like that and he's great. He he knows how to mix just like the perfect amount of being an asshole, but then also hyping the shit up out of Tekken. Um sounds like Vince a little. 
No, he's cool. No, Harada's cool. Don't <laughs> don't compare him to Vince. Harada's cool. But yeah, so Evo was cool. Um, what else? Oh yeah, we got some. Um, did you see the new Scarlet and Violet news for Pokemon? No, I missed it. I just saw the the new bread dough Pokemon. That's all I caught. And oh, the motorcycle yeah. Pokemon. That's it. But uh, if I, I t- elaborate, because I know you're you're more tuned into it right now. I, I'm always getting tuned in when it's released, <laughs> and then like I. Oh, well, that's fair. Shop, so. That's fair. Um, yeah, they they announced some new Pokemon. Um, the the one you're talking about is called Fido. That's what it is. Yeah, Fido very cute um yeah they pretty much uh announced that um they announced their first um kind of regional form pokemon a uh, whooper is uh oh i did see that yeah um it's gonna be a poison ground type and it's kind of cute because it's little like head fin things are gonna be like uh little bones so it's gonna be like a skull and crossbone kind of deal pretty cute addition change tendrils and i know people are gonna call it pooper i already know <laughs> i am pooper yeah. But yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be cool. Um, they they showed off a little bit more of it. You know, they just kind of re mentioned the fact that it's gonna be an open world game, and you're gonna you yeah. know be able to team up with three of your friends. And That's they still the coolest thing I think that that is a cool Pokemon game. They didn't specifically say exactly what to to what extent you're gonna team up with them. People are some people are assuming that it's gonna be like the entire game. You can co-op, and then some people are saying it's like no, it's only going to be specific things to do with that. But uh, they did announce that, or and they showed off the new mechanic to the game that has the probably hardest name ever, uh, terrestrializing. So basically, what happens is is that your Pokeball kind of turns into a crystal, right? And then you throw it, uh... and like this kind of crystal veil kind of comes over your Pokemon. And then what it does is it boosts uh, your attack, but then it also uh, changes the type of the Pokemon. Interesting. So Pokemon are going to have Terra types, or to call it. And basically, when you terrestrialize the Pokemon, it could change what type it is in that battle. So, like, let's say um, you throw out a Bulbasaur, right? And then you you terrestrialize it, and then its Terra type is you know flying type it turns into a flying type bulbasaur and then it can you know effectively change the mode of battle because you're fighting against something that you're weak against and now you're kind of switching it up on them it's like oh no i'm this type what's interesting what i find more interesting is that they said that you have to be careful when to use it because it has to recharge and basically it recharges by either resting or going to like a pokemon center and like recharging the ability so you can't Ooh. just use it a lot so you really have to like pay attention to like when you use it which That's is interesting because cool. it, it makes it it seems like they're trying to make the battle seem more tactical which is yeah, which is not so, bad yeah and the fact that you're going to be able to use it with any pokemon is going to be really nice cool. and it's kind of funny because to show off what type it is uh you know you know those like little crystal figures yeah that they make it has like a little like crystal ornament that like sprouts from their head that displays like what type they are. So like if they turn into a grass type, they'll have like flat like crystal flowers like shooting up, or like if it's water, oh. it's like a, has like a water fountain coming out of them. It's kind of funny, Some goofy. Reggie Ice transformation, Emma Frost shit. Mm-hmm. Really quick, uh, long time we haven't seen this guy. I mean, I haven't. Uh, Peter in the chat oh, is saying hey, hi Peter. really quick. 
saw haven't heard from him in a minute shout out sounds dope man that's that's uh yeah it's it's interesting because you know me i'm a i'm a fucking i'm a fucking sucker you know for pokemon mm-hmm. you know i'm always going to be down for something new so this i think this game is probably going to be the most different since sun and moon uh which i hope that's a good thing because uh, apparently a lot of people didn't really like sun and moon i loved it for multiple reasons one's because it's based in hawaii and two it like changed up the format because there was no gym leaders there was you know there was trial regional leaders right there was like trial captains and then each island had a kahuna that you had to fight at the end but it's like there wasn't there wasn't like gym leader battles and then it led up to you being like the first ever like alolan like pokemon champion and like other kind of small things so i'm hoping it's a good change Especially since um, they announced there's going to be three different story paths. They said um, the gym leader, the eight gym leaders and like the Pokemon League is one path. And they said there's two more. Yeah, there's two more. Um, What that is, um, I I personally think they didn't announce what it is. But I personally think that the second one is going to be whatever the evil team is. Like the team rocket of that game is. And um, the different thing is that this game is based on like you're a school student. And you go to school and basically they kind of task you with like this, what they call the treasure hunt. And so it's like, you got to go, you know, find your treasure kind of thing. So I'm wondering if that's going to be like the third story. Probably. Um, It's probably a combination of all of them because he said it's open world. So I imagine that you can lead into one or the other because Pokemon's pretty friendly in that way, at least as far as mm -hmm. open world. I mean, it's pretty linear, but I feel like that can like most of the time, like if, at least with battle wise and choice, a lot of some of the choices, how you want to, they they give you a lot of freedom and free reign. Right, <laughs> Peter. Peter said, "Catch me out here becoming a villain, Violet." <laughs> Violet's villain. Whoa. <laughs> um, but yeah, and probably the biggest controversy is the legendaries of, oh, of yeah. the game. I haven't heard anything about it. Is so it because they're motorcycles. It's part of it. So let me. <laughs> We're gonna get down to the science here real quick. Uh, the two legendaries are called. Koraidon and Moraidon, or Miraidon. Koraidon is the the scarlet one, and then Miraidon is the violet one. So you have like the one that's more like like a beast, and the other one is like kind of like the jet fucking snake thing. So what the biggest controversy is right now is that Miraidon, you know, is like the tech one, like the futuristic one. So it has like jet feet and actually has like a wheel. So it looks like a motorcycle when you ride it. Koraidon. Looks like a lizard, but it still has like the rounded piece that looks like a tire, but it runs on all four legs and it doesn't use <laughs> the thing. So that's the biggest controversy because people think it's like really stupid because it's like, why the fuck doesn't it use its like wheel yeah. looking things? And I thought about it and it makes sense for what it is because the type of lizard that's supposed to be right. It's little front piece is supposed to mimic like, you know, how some like iguanas and some lizards have like that little flap that comes out. Mm hmm. That's what that's supposed to be on its body. It just looks like a tire because it's supposed to mimic. Because I think the theme of this game is going to be like evolution. Not not like evolution in the sense of like Pokemon, but evolution as as far as like time. Yeah. Because like, it's like, oh, this little pen just looks like a tire. One day it will like develop and evolve into what Miraidon is that has like the tire, an actual wheel. And then I actually looked in further and like the back tire is its, is its tail wrapped, like rolled up. It's funny 
because when it stands on its two legs, its tail comes out and it just looks like the underbelly of a lizard, like the tire. So I'm still getting Scarlet because I think Koridon still looks cooler. And then I'm going to try to make a, a, a clip of me running with it and then using the sounds of the lizard from fucking uh, Revenge of the Sith. Oh, hell yeah. Kenobi, because that's what it looks like. <laughs> it's running on all fours. It's like, oh, yeah. I'll be Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Pokemon world. Watch me. Yeah, watch out for that Order 66 Team Rocket. Um, Peter was just saying the Scarlet one reminds him of uh, Quetzalcoatl and um, mm-hmm. Dad Napping Professor Dilf. I mean, I forgot his name. The professors do look fucking too good looking for Pokemon. <laughs> in fact, pretty much all the characters look too good for fucking Pokemon. The game looks really nice. I, I think first, like first look of the game looks a lot better than what Sword and Shield looked like when they first showed it off. So I think they're they're slowly progressing with uh, how the game looks. And especially since I think this is the first game with the new director because uh, Mats- uh, Masuda uh, left the Game Freak to take a job at the Pokemon company. So he's not in charge of the games anymore. So we'll see what happens. Um, I'm looking forward to it. It comes out in like about three months already Shit. yeah november it's gonna be cool i'm i'm down i'm down for i'm i'm always down for pokemon i know <laughs> speaking of evolution we had mm-hmm. a throwback recently mm-hmm. there's a game a handful of us oh used yeah to play, oh yeah it was announced that evolve someone turned the servers back on rise from like, your grave right like what the fuck and like all right let's check it out we did spend i mean very short but very long hours in this game for a very limited time we went hard it was a lot of fun ahead of its time oh people God. have been telling me and I, I agree um and yeah we 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 checked it out to see the rumor i had my hard copy of evolve still put it in the machine and we actually it was four of us we found someone in the wild that we played online for the first time in yeah, four years, we, five years. We found we found a good handful of people. It was surprising. At least three, yeah, at least three randos. It was a little hard to get into though because oh, yeah. um, we were talking about it while we were playing. But I think Evolve came out during the days where some game companies were ask, asking for um, little like login passwords, or like their the yeah. game came with like a key you had to put in to get online, and so it, we we worked the system a little bit and it, it got and we got it to work but yeah it was surprisingly fun yeah. it, everything wasn't there because it's it's been delisted for years and so all of like the deals the downloadable content wasn't there so it was very bare bones but there's still stuff there we didn't play with when it was live like like we stopped playing before arena came out and that was a lot of fun yeah that was it's like a straight 4v1 and there were like like the character i think is maggie right or is that the dog? I don't remember. Well, there's a character. There's like a rogue version of her, which was cool. Like, I, again, like we've talked about this before, mm-hmm. like the PR for that game fell hard. Like they were going really good for like a month, maybe even a couple of weeks. And at least for me, I felt like I didn't hear anything after that. I was like, I thought there were tournaments. I thought there was this and that. Maybe it was just I didn't look in the right places, but I felt like it fell hard and just we didn't hear about these things. Yeah, we got DLC we did hear about and we enjoyed. Like I liked my guy Slim, the medic, the bug guy. We didn't have access to our DLCs too, by the way. They're locked out. Yeah. We don't have them anymore. But yeah, it was just interesting that it's like, hey, this is back on. And it's like, okay, let's go check it out. And lo and behold, yeah, it, Hi, Buddha. What's up? Reminiscing about Evolve. 
Oh, I wonder if Anthem will ever be revived. Oh, Peter, I could go on a whole discussion about that. But <laughs> Anthem, unfortunately, is a lost cause. Um, yeah. I mean, if you think about it, Evolve was kind of like <laughs> a precursor to what Anthem became in yeah. the later generation. Yeah, it's just very unfortunate because you see you see games like Evolve and Anthem, and then you see the potential there, but then something within development or just as far as just like kind of publishing goes fucks it up because evolve had pretty much everything there but i think kind of like the pr with you know you had to buy every monster was like you know 15 dollars each and back yeah. then that was a lot for dlc because i was heavy on the microtransactions because i have to think this reminded me of that this was the early 2010s like back then like ten dollars was expensive for dlc where nowadays like you you see people spending 20 30 40 bucks on just fucking you know fortnite minimum. fun bucks minimum. minimum that's yeah but like back then it was like 15 dollars for a, a, a monster fuck this whereas like nowadays like people would be like yes please you know take my money yeah. i mean so i feel like there is i only because i posted a tiktok of it i think it kind of blew up just a little let's say 40 50 000 people that looked at it, right yeah and there's two thousand people that liked it maybe they just thought it was cool and then I got a lot of comments. Let's half that. So there's at least like I'm being I'm low I'm lowballing it for numbers, but that means at least maybe a thousand people were like, whoa, evolve it back. Cause that's all my comments are like, what, 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 what? Like, <laughs> like ears are perking, eyes are like glowing, man. It's just interesting, like the nostalgia that that game has as well. And mm. again, like I think it showed too the power that mishandling microtransactions and what happened may also have led to its downfall too. Same thing with Anthem though, like how they handle it. Again, like you were saying, I'm just agreeing with you, but like they had I mean, microtransactions as well, but it wasn't as much in your face because they, they had way more problems than that. Well, no, <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, oh, difference between, there. the difference between Evolve and Anthem is Evolve had content. Yes. Yeah, One An almost had content before it died. <laughs> and Anthem had like nine months of development. Or at least the iteration that we got had nine months I'm of development. Sure oh, which oh, dude, Peter saying uh, rumors of Titanfall three. Man, I played that game, the second one for the first I... time this year. Amazing, amazing stuff. There's still two thousand people online playing when we, me and Brian went online. You know, there's there's gonna there's gonna be a tournament at PAX West. They just released their schedule today, and they're gonna do a tournament of Titanfall two. That's how much people love Titanfall two, but. I don't know. Apparently, the same devs that were with Titanfall 2 have left, though. So yeah, I don't know if it'll be the same, same game. And uh, from what I played, I fucking loved it. And I would it better be like F plus level content if they do a three. Like that game, it's so old. And I didn't even know it could be that good still. And it was amazing. You know? like, and it, it's up there for me. I didn't, can't believe I didn't play it till now. Like a part of me wants to really hope that Titanfall 3 will be a thing. But the weird, like, kind of like announcement, like not announcement, but like little like rumors. They said it's a, it's a get that they're working on a game that's in the Apex universe, which is kind of, for me being a Titanfall fan is kind of stupid to say because Apex is a game in the Titanfall universe. Yep. So I'm just kind of like, <laughs> okay, sure, but I don't know. It would be so cool because yeah, Titanfall two. Like, if people out there, if you haven't played Titanfall two, go play it. It's what ten bucks if you have Game Pass. Free on can, Game Pass. It's free I on Game Pass. Played it. 
people still play online like legit go play (laughs) yes i was like holy shit this guy's like dancing on my body with this titan and i loved it (laughs) i was mad but i loved it but yeah i yeah i mean apex is obviously what the second most popular second to third most popular battle royale behind like call of duty and and fortnite so i understand that you know ea wants to you know dump money into apex but like Mm -hmm. If they could just like give it a chance, because like Titanfall Two never had a chance. They they got released in between two of the biggest fucking first person shooter franchises of all time, you know, Call of Duty and fucking Battlefield, which is fucking nuts. Because I remember saying I forget who what what exec like said this, but when they said like, "Aren't you worried that you know you're releasing Titanfall Two like right before Battlefield?" and it's like. If people like first person shooter games, they'll buy them all. And it's like that's not how it fucking works. No, I'm sure and that was course- a hard lesson learned. I will say though, Titanfall Two going back in, some of those things were kind of expensive for the time it came out too. Some of the skins and stuff already, just I mean, at that time, like now, of course, it's like like you guys are saying, all the I money mean, you guys is like Pooja says spent on Overwatch and Hearthstone. Peter forty bucks on Apex, like yeah, like back then it was like no way I'm spending five dollars on a Titan skin, you know? Like I, I mean, kind of see how that contributed, but it should but- still so hard <laughs> yeah. on that game the money i spent on overwatch and hearthstone alone yeah right <laughs> like e- even those games like back then like what seemed like like pennies now or was like a lot a big deal back then so um but yeah evolve with fernando oh sorry before we go back to evolve just yeah. like me fernando's like hyping up we when we were big on hearthstone it's like all right let's get our hearthstone season pass that shit is not cheap and i thought it was still strange even though i did it like dropping forty or fifty dollars for a mobile game, but I did it anyway because you know the community, the Blizzard, you know, fun friendship playing together, mm. you know. But now it's kind of like a season pass for a game, and it's the norm, better for worse, you know. I mean, to be honest, I'd rather have battle passes than loot boxes, because at least at least with battle passes, you can see what you're gonna get, and then you know, depending on you know what's in there you can determine if it's worth it or not to like spend time in the game instead of getting random rolls and just keep getting duplicates upon duplicates upon duplicates and yes i'm talking about how overwatch used to be i know it's different now that's how it used to be you would get duplicates a lot okay you two marvel avengers oh i don't even i don't even bother with loot boxes and that shit (laughs) but yeah you know we we got to we got to you know dig uh evolve out of the ground and enjoy it for how for whatever however much time it has left in this world again um i'm assuming it's they're gonna either kill it soon so, just to sort of get numbers or they're gonna keep it up and just see if more people are really interested but so this is this is unofficial you know i heard this through through fernando but apparently the rumor rumors out there or maybe there's a possibility that uh, some DLC might be coming back onto the market, and then hope maybe uh, 2K is trying to push for maybe a season, and kind of like trying to rework something in Evolve. I don't know how, because uh, Turtle Rock is almost non-existent at this point. It's, they're especially not with 2K. So yeah. somebody at 2K is working on this game or at least keeping the servers running so i don't i don't know um what the future holds for evolve but i mean hey yeah 
if they can get it to work and you know the fans keep playing it it definitely will be a cinderella story (laughs) a gaming cinderella story i would love that for evolve and even anthem you know just to see the competition that it would bring i still haven't checked out outriders which i need to do because i have game pass now but i mean that's other than that's you know the big boy destiny too you know what you know what joel let me know when you're playing outriders because i i played it when it came out and i dropped it really quick but i think it was because i was playing by myself and i feel like if i had somebody to play with me it would be more fun yeah. so let me know i'm i'm not like i didn't go that far into the game so i'm at, i'm at the beginning of the game so we can kind of just team up and well check it out i mean for what i played it was kind of cool cuz it was kind of a you know a third person shooter mixed with kind of like a similar destiny like stuff where you had like a class and you had special abilities and whatnot and loot rewards and all that kind of stuff Uh, before we go to that just uh uh, puja was saying the duplicates made me so mad but the excess goal got me to buy skins i want yeah i remember that that pain in overwatch and peter saying the (laughs) craver crutch oh hi it's me a craver crutch yeah dude correct me if i'm wrong but didn't like move the craver to a, a sniper rifle and not they a so not like a exotic yeah. or whatever they call their exotics in, in Apex. I, I haven't played in a long time. I think it's legendaries. Everybody else is legendaries, but Destiny does exotics. And legendaries are below exotics in Destiny. Speaking of Destiny, I played with my uh let's just say brother-in-law for now. He played for the mm. first time. Mm. It's just a reminder. I love that game so much. I play it all the time. I leave other games to play that game with other people. Um, it's a lot of it's fun. I, did, I literally did it last night. But um, <laughs> the thing is, I mean, we're going to talk about, I'm talking about a positive light too. Don't get mad at my Destiny friends. For new people, it's rough. It um, is. They have like, a, they used to have like a good intro story many years ago when it first started. That's been totally vaulted. The interface is far different, far more complicated with a lot more. You know, I was helping my brother-in-law play, and he's like, oh, I get it now, because I had to walk him through it. But this is stuff I know already because of years <laughs> of playing and adapting, you know? Um, yeah. It's, it's a lot to take in for someone new. And they, of course, think they try to make it too much like a MMO. I mean, even an MMO will hold your hand a little more than Destiny. Literally, Destiny's like, here's all this shit. Go do it. And if you have money, join our DLC, almost, you know? And um, it just sucks because, like, there is so much untapped stuff that will remain untapped because of that intro. And mm. the intro missions aren't bad either. Just the way they do it. I think they throw too much at new people too fast. And, you know, I helped my buddy get Risk Runner, for those who know what it is. That mission is like, oh, this is cool. This is fun. This is sick. But it's like what it took to get there, literally, to just do a mission like that. It's like, how do I do this? How do I do that? It's like, oh, it's this, 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 and this. It's like, how would I have known that? It's like, well, <laughs> you know? And of course, the, the story is like the joke commonly for all Destiny fans. It's like, I don't know why I'm here, but I know I must kill. You know? And it's like, it's literally, <laughs> you're thrown in that way. You don't even have like a decent reason. At least the one you kind of did. Story mm. was as strong in one until like year two or three, right? Yeah. Now it's like, you can get great story right away. You gotta pay for it and you gotta spend time in it. And it's not exactly great for new people. I mean, the gunplay, though, like the feeling, I would say, if I didn't play Titanfall 2 this year, unrivaled. You know? Like, it is really good. It just, something feels really good about all the weapons you use in that game. They, 
yeah they do they do a good job of like tailor making every gun to like fit a certain niche of like player it's so customizable now there are so many different versions of so many different guns and now you can make your own however you want you can make it super meta or you can you know me i do some weird off meta thing and i get happy when i get one kill on the crucible sometimes you know it's it's a lot of information and a lot to do and you know i was talking to my brother-in-law about it. it's like call of duty is it's nice in that way it's simple right you just go in you have your stuff you're ready to go i mean that's also the kind of game it lends itself to i i feel like destiny could go back to that a little at least have a good intro good story then throw them like like you've unlocked all this thanks for doing like at least a little base game i know they vaulted a lot of stuff to make room for new content but i do mm-hmm. think that red war stuff it still ties into the newest stuff today i i think they should put that back for new people at least it's a story you get more familiar you get to know the characters because remember i'm at the tower the main general hub where everyone meets right He's like, who the fuck is Ikora Ray? <laughs> it's like, of course I know who Ikora is. He's the badass. He's like, you know, he's like, where do I find them? Who is this? Who's the drifter? You know, it's like, oh, you literally just said, here you go, kid. You know? Yeah. I. It's kind of weird because I understand why the they wanted to start with like the intro mission from Destiny 1 for the New Light. Yeah. But like, but like you said, like the Red War, it like kind of works better with how Destiny is now because like. Yeah, you don't get the the intro to the world for the first time like we did when we played Destiny 1. But I mean, like, you know, where your character starts out at at the beginning of the Red War, it's like almost the same thing, except just on a grander scale. And then plus it kind of makes it a little bit easier to kind of ease into where it is now, especially with like the revamp they're doing to all the classes and stuff like that, too. I don't know. Maybe uh, maybe they'll... Uh, do something for the anniversary this year. Maybe. You know, it's it's actually coming up really soon, actually. Yeah, the summer solstice event just ended. And yeah, the season ends in two weeks. Uh, it's been, I mean, I mean, at least for me, a good season because, you know, I had a big work break. I'm going back to work full time <laughs> now again. It's been good stuff. And I, you know, I'm excited to see what comes next. I know for a lot of people, the summer solstice was a little extra grindy. I agree. They didn't really... I mean, I feel like last year's was easier and, like, better progressively, but this one, in some ways, was better. But, you know, new old stuff, weapons, cool, shiny armor, huge. But, yeah, uh, can't wait to see the new news. I know they teased uh, Light... I think it's... Is it Lightfall next? Or is it the... You know, it should Final be Lightfall. Shape. It should it's be Lightfall. Lightfall or Final Shape for big Destiny fans. But, yeah, and uh, Arc 3.0, you know? Everyone who loves, you know, the Fist of Havoc, the missiles, Arc yes. Striders... I, you know me i'm a storm trance guy i love calling him my little buddy but all that's good and i will say destiny you've been really good about changing up the 3.0s and the feels and that too um i know a lot of people don't like the abilities in destiny they're like it ruins the pvp but i'm like that makes the game though right people are like i want more gunplay like okay the call of duty then <laughs> even apex titanfall 2 i mean apex is probably more overwatchish but you know what i mean like Man. i feel like that's what makes it so good. That super, that that knife throw, that super punch. You know. Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, coming from me, <laughs> the abilities are what helps me get kills in in PvP. <laughs> I mean, you know, there's going to be people that are kind of just in it to you know get their KDs up and you know oh, try yeah. to find find the right loadout they want to do, and so they're always going to get kind of mad when someone just kind of comes in with their super and stuff. Like, I get that. But that's what destiny is, you know, it's 
it's the fun of the game to just be a super powered like freak of nature <laughs> master of the elements You're literally like, a just... zombie with superpowers and you shoot things yeah literally all i want all i know all i want for arc 3.0 is give me a mini havoc as a super as a special melee i know we have kind of like the like the mini missile we just want but... a little like <laughs> little slam i just want like a little cool. fuck like just fucking no, they have it slam it down either that cool. either that or bungie take this idea if you're listening take this idea i i give it to you for free have a mid-air uh titan super for arc that is just an immediate drop down that's just a big stomp so like if if you want to like cancel your jump or if you want to drop down on somebody that's right below you just you know stomp down like immediate like no arc no like moving forward just straight fall sounds like landfall but like missile like combined <laughs> call i don't know call it lightning stomp or something like that i don't know take the take the idea do do it i would, I would be so will. mad if they had that too like fuck your lightning stomp it's literally <laughs> alien tv oh i mean we could talk all day about destiny i'm gonna move on to another game we play a lot sea of thieves got a big update as well yes yes uh captain c you can finally buy your own ships have them preset and name them i'm saving up for these really expensive sales which i'm closer to but Brian, why don't you tell us a little more? Because you've actually dished out the money in the game to get. I did. So, guys, I I bought my galleon day one, and it, you know, it's it's getting there. I still got I still got a lot of stuff to unlock, and you know, so I can soup up my galleon. But Joel, we've been we've been talking about this for like one two years at this point, like, and it's finally here. We get to have our own ship, and we get to name it what we want. Mm-hmm. And if we get to deck it out. Yeah, that's appropriate. You know, we want to be in terms of service. Um, and we get to, you know, have a new experience. Because um, a lot of people that are, like, late in the game that kind of already, like, maxed out their, you know, their rankings with all the different um, emissaries, you know, like, okay, well, what do we do now? Like, we don't have really anything else to do besides seasonal shit. So now when you buy a ship through Captaincy you have a logbook of your ship and it kind of details you know you know how much gold have you earned you know how many missions you've done and how many like enemies you killed how many times you sank or how much damage your ship's taken and then it logs in also your um your crewmates that have been on your ship when how much they've contributed and then of course through that you have different um rankings for like for lack of a better term like disciplines i think they call them classes um for your ship and then the more you do the more you unlock and the more you get to deck out your ship and make it look nice and then you know you it brings more individuality to the game because before it was just like oh well you're someone's ship where now if you look at someone's ships like oh that's the you know crusading marauder or you know the you know the floppy flounder you know something like (laughs) something silly like that But yeah, um, so Joel, uh, have you bought in the ship yet? I have not because, again, I'm trying to get these sales that are 8,700,000 coins. So I'm That's waiting. But then I heard how much Brian spent, which is about more than a million already. So I'm like, fuck, I got to make like 10 million in game for all my ships. So 
Mm-hmm. I, I don't like though. I will say I love it all. It's great, except Orsay wants you to play everything you already did to unlock all the new stuff. Which yeah. is, I get it. Game model sense makes sense. It's like you're already doing these things. Just do them again. Someone, you know, me, you, Fernando, Jameson, we put in so many hours already. You got to redo it all over again. Some of them, it's kind of annoying. Not gonna lie. You know, mm-hmm. there is one thing. You don't have to redo if you already did it. Kill the Shrouded Ghost. <laughs> but, <laughs> Which we've uh, never done. Or but, I mean, officially, we haven't killed the Officially. Shroud. That's yeah. right. Officially. Did do that hard-ass mission, so. Um, but yeah. Um, only thing, I understand why they did it. Yeah. I guess I respect it. I don't like it, though. It, it makes sense. It's like, come on. Some of us have been legends for years. Throw us a bone or something. But it's like, nah. Go do it again. I'm like, fuck. I was just complaining about our buddy Fernando, the big pirate. He's like, I'm not going to do this fishing shit again. I already grinded a level 50. I'm just going to sell it and whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, it's it's really cool, though. It, it, it's cool. It, it's it's kind of funny because because um, normally when your ship sinks in the game, you know, you respawn and you get a new ship where if it's your ship, uh, the damage stays on. So like if you you can you can pay gold to repair and stuff but if you wanted your ship can just keep getting more holes and it just looks more like patched up and kind of janky which is kind of cool you know because it's kind of like oh technically like your ship like didn't survive but it's like you're able to kind of patch it up again and it's it's sailing the seas um it's it's the little quirks like that and um i think the next update is gonna add what they're they're calling more like role playing features, whatever that's gonna be. Um, it's it's nice. It's it's flushing out this game even more than they already have, and it's from a game where year one where a lot of people were complaining there wasn't enough to do in this game. Now, you know, they have the emissary quest. They have Athena's. They have um, you know, multiple your- legend quest. Multiple, multiple legends quests they have the sh- the sunken shrines they have you know now you have your ships that you can customize and do quests for and you know all the forts that you can do and the ashen lords and story you know, and disney story and pirates and yes. a hidden story <laughs> so there There's is you can't say it's a dead game it, it definitely isn't it's not no it's it, i think it's i think it's only getting bigger and I'm here for it. All right. I think that's enough of the small news. Um, But before we get to our big topic of the day, I just want to remind everybody listening. Of course, if you're not watching live on twitch.tv forward slash United We Nerd, we also have our audio podcast um, on podcast services, uh, as well as a video version of this podcast on our YouTube as well. You can go check that out. Um, Of course. If you're watching live, you can talk talk with us in the chat during the episode. And, of course, there is a little post-show afterwards that you can join in on as well. After show, after show, after show. Um, of course, we always appreciate um, you guys following us. And um, if you even feel up to it, maybe subscribing or doing, it's also not necessary. Um, we do ask. It's totally free if you can share our social links and whenever we go live and our you know podcast spread the word because we want to make sure that everybody you know sees this podcast and like 
you know, has a place where they can come be a nerd with us because that's what's important. You know, we want to just, you know, be have fun and be nerds together. Um, And of course, do have a merch store, our stream element store has been up and running the nerd emporium where you can get cool stuff like this t-shirt here very cool very nice quality of course if you're listening to this audio you're just gonna take my word for it but of course um i just got this in the mail today one of our newest products we have baseball caps that are embroidered Oh, nice. That looks nicer than I thought it'd be. <laughs> it is a very nice... Um, my first time seeing it, y'all. It's <laughs> like, I, honestly... I literally I, just I, got this, like, yesterday. <laughs> and it's a, a nice hat. Looks pretty sick. Where to All at this merch store. <laughs> I will say, the shirt is actually nice. It doesn't... It's, you know, sometimes you get, like, really thin shirts. Like, oh, this is actually kind of nice. So... Yeah. So, yeah. Um, shilling over. Uh, let's, uh... Whew. Before we get to that shitstorm, just want to say really quick. Oh, um, I recently checked out the Gray Man. Talked about it with Kucha like half a second on oh, yeah. TikTok. Honestly, it's like a boomer action movie that that like describes what it is. Like, I mean, it's fun to watch Chris Evans. Uh, Ryan Gosling does a good job. Couple other guest stars. I don't want to spoil it. They do a great job. Good action. Good one liners. Even use like a high tech drone for some footage. Oh, uh, they okay. didn't overdo it. The first time I saw it, I was like, oh no, this is gonna be all droney. Nah. But it was, um, it's almost like Netflix's own John Wick. I was talking with Marcelo about it. Oh. So, um, not as good, IMO, but. Oh, okay. But, um, <laughs> solid action. I mean, if you want like a good action story, you want to turn off your brain, not think, you know, it, it's not amazing, not terrible. It's, it's what it is, you know? Saw Uncharted 2 on Netflix this past weekend, the oh. Uncharted movie with Tom Holland and uh, the racist guy. Um, I would say um, everyone in that movie did great, except the racist guy. Um, so I thought it was decent, but yeah, uh, the, you know, I could see them totally doing a sequel. But yeah, I thought supporting gas was great. Um, of course, we see the voice actor do a little cameo too. That was cool. Oh, um, nice. Yeah, uh, fun story. I think they were trying to capture that action adventure kind of mummy feeling. Um, and I think they did to an extent, but I mean, you know, what am I comparing it to? Right. Um, mm. <laughs> so, but, um, I put it above gray man. Barely. <laughs> barely. I think if it wasn't, you know, that one guy, I'm not gonna say his name right now. It would have been way better. Tom Holland can only do so much for a movie. Mm. You know? <laughs> Same thing for the other, the, the other, act, the, honestly, the supporting cast, I didn't like the people I weren't familiar with. They were great. I was like, oh, cool. I want to see more of them. So, but yeah. You, okay. I mean, the games are very cinematic. The movie tried to do that as well. I mean, it's a movie, right? It finally came all full circle. Uh, check it out if you're, like, mildly interested. All right. All I got to say. It was, it was a good ride. Uh, cool. Better than both of those, Lightyear. All that. I still need to, I still need to watch that. I'm behind. I'm so Unride. behind. Um, they make it very clear what it's about. Very beginning. They... Go, of course, it's Pixar. They go deeper than you think about fucking Buzz Lightyear. And, you know, they're throwbacks to Toy Story, of course, in a way to not associate with the other guy. <laughs> so, I can say his name either. Um, they could totally do a sequel if they wanted. I, it, again, super fun. Uh, I enjoyed it. Brian, you got to check it out. I know you like Woody more than Buzz. But, I mean, um, any, anything Toy Story related, I'm going to love. So, I'm I'm ready. I just need to find the time to do it. Just uh, if anyone else has watched it, let let me know your thoughts. Agree, disagree. Yeah, I 
Saldos was like, oh, last thing, which will connect to what we're talking about. Finally started the Harley Quinn show. Damn, is that oh, good. Oh, yeah. So fun, so fresh. They swear more than me in that fucking show. They swear a lot. <laughs> a lot of F-bombs and funny and relevant stuff, and they do it well. Something I do not usually expect from DC, but they have a really great writer and staff and actors. So, But yeah, if you've been thinking about it, do it. Check out the Harley Quinn show. You see, you know, they don't usually don't miss with animation, so I can still agree to that testament. But, you know, Brian's been watching it. My other friend James has been watching it, too. A couple other friends, my friend Jen, they've been telling me to watch it. Finally did. But on to, of course, <laughs> the uh, storm. Comic-Con had a lot of great news for one franchise. And, of course, when one franchise is brought up, another franchise it is definitely compared to that i was just talking about and i've talked about inclusion a little there's some regression going on wb and discover it's boy it's is there <laughs> it's, it's, and that's i'm being nice i don't know why it's mm. going fucking backwards man what's happening over there <laughs> okay let's start first brian chime in wherever you want or you want to take it wherever mm-hmm. first one of the bigger ones that girl what the fuck you literally have a finished fucking movie the people who worked on this marvel probably great actress who i won't see now and michael keaton brendan fraser Batman movie that all that alone already with nostalgia right for some, for a lot of us maybe probably and just think nah what the fuck so <laughs> check this out check 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 this out so, like you said, Bad Girl was pretty much finished, right? Because of, you know, COVID problems and, you know, extra development time. Uh, the budget for this movie ran up to $90 million. And they shelved it. But they're getting a tax write-off. And you know what that means, guys? Chat? When a company like that uh, writes off a, you know let go product for a tax write-off that means they can legally never release it so we are never if this goes through probably will unfortunately um we are never gonna see that movie no no streaming release no theatrical release no straight to blu-ray dvd release which is stupid (laughs) it's very stupid um At minimum stupid <laughs> i mean same thing um to a lesser very very lesser degree the sequel to scoob is also nixed as well as well as a few uh straight to streaming uh shows and movies that were already on hbo max uh got nixed yeah so uh, Joel, would would do you want to take us through, you know, why this is happening, or you know, do you want me to give the bad news? <laughs> I mean, I I only get my information from the internet. Sometimes trusting it seems to fit, but I'm just gonna I just want to bring up what what uh, Kevin Smith said. He's a big DC nerd, you know. And I just want you know, oh, Kevin Smith it, is like a, a a godfather of nerd. Yeah, and he's just like, it's an incredibly bad look to cancel the Latina Batgirl movie. I don't give a shit. The movie was absolute fucking dog shit. I guarantee you that it wasn't. I already agree there. Mm-hmm. The two directors who directed the movie did a couple of episodes of Miss Marvel, and it was a wonderful fucking show. And they had more money to do Batgirl than they had to do an episode of Miss Marvel and stuff. Right? 
Yeah. And just, I mean, yeah, it's a Latina Batgirl, but also ties into the method. I mean, you can take it from here, Brian, but the methodology, how Discover and WB wants to market their products. I was just like, this is, this is some weird, like, old, bad ways of thinking they're regressing to. And I use the word regressing heavily. Because people, I, I know what I'm saying. Some people, it might go over their heads. People who know, they know exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> so here's the thing. So people that don't know this, recently, within like the past few months, um, Discovery uh, bought Warner Brothers from AT&T, which is why it's called Warner Brothers Discovery now. Because of that merger, the CEO of Discovery is now the head honcho for Warner Brothers. That person is the reason why this is happening. I guarantee. I guarantee fucking tea. Because if Warner Brothers was, because if if the merger between Warner Brothers and Discovery never happened, this wouldn't be a problem right now. Like we'd be getting Batgirl, you know, we'd be you know, getting whatever you know we were already going to be getting. You've seen you've seen the you've seen the the leaked videos of the one um, uh, meeting that they had. So. The CEO of Discovery laid out an idea that, you know, they want to kind of, you know, simplify the the service, you know. For one thing, doesn't really believe in streaming. So, you know, streaming is probably going to not be in Warner Brothers' future at this point in time. It could change. I don't know. But if you saw the photos or the screenshots taken from the, the PowerPoint presentation, you have HBO Max here, and you have Discovery Plus here. I'm not going to say it verbatim, but pretty much HBO Max was considered the, you know, action and comic, like DC comic book, you know, and cartoons, like, service that's dedicated towards male audience. And Discovery is like the nature, you know, home improvement, you know, cooking stuff that's tailored towards women. This is like late 90s, early 2000s fucking like piece of shit targeting demographics that doesn't make sense in this day and age because fucking everybody loves you know, the shit that's on HBO Max and, you know, there's people that like the stuff on, you know, Discovery Plus. That's fine. You know, everybody likes what they like. It's not a dedicated like one demographic likes this. Another demographic likes this. There's everything intertwines nowadays. And it's so, a lot of overlap. You can tell you that, think that way anymore. you can't you. So you can just tell the mindset that whoever's running a show now is thinking and it's totally out of touch with how media is done nowadays and to put it even to more like weird bullshit they want to take the majority of what's in hbo max and move it to discovery plus just because that the head hot show is a discovery person so they want discovery plus to be the more successful streaming service even though they they say that hbo max had a lower year than normal. I, I guarantee to you HBO Max is probably still one of the most profitable fucking streaming services today, you know? So yeah, this seems like a bunch of bullshit that happens when you merge a company with another company that's very outdated. Mm -hmm. 
it's very unfortunate because projects like Batgirl and so many other things are going to be on the chopping block, which people are worried for Harley Quinn. They say it's safe. People are worried about Blue Beetle. I'm worried about Blue Beetle. I was hyped for it, actually. Now I'm like, I don't even know if we're going to see it. We don't know. Um, I think uh, Black Adam was pushed back. I think Shazam 2, I believe. I don't know if it's true. Heard. I, I don't know about that. That's new to me. Um, James Gunn said that he says that there's going to be a season two peacemaker but you know discovery plus at the end at at the end of the day that's not up to him (laughs) right so it's it's sad because you know warner like warner brothers more or less has been kind of doing okay you know dc has been kind of rocky but it seems like they were starting to kind of like figure out their own way. Light bulb was wasn't just flickering; it was on. It was getting there. It was getting there. Like they were, they were doing something different. And you know, now with this merger, it's causing a lot of you know confidence issues with the the fan base. You know, and I think they said when like when those announcements were coming out, like their stocks were dropping and, you know, that that's their stocks, whatever, you know, you know, us like us regular fans don't care about that shit. Like we care about mm. if we get the the stuff or not. And, you know, they're taking stuff away from us. Um, it's hard because you want to be optimistic. But, you know, at this point in time, you, you know, we just had like a full week of just nonstop, like bad news from Warner brothers discovery. And yeah, I don't know. Um, so I'll, 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 I'll let you, I'll let you speak on this Joel. Cause I feel like I just went on like a fucking, just like, you know, I mean, tunnel vision rant for a second. You know, I'm just, uh, all I'm wondering is like, so you guys going to shift that shitty flash movie now to fucking discovery too? Still don't oh know. Oh my Why? god! Mr. Miller finally got arrested for burglary. Will he escape? I love seeing all the memes though. Like he's like, so wait, did he, crime. <laughs> did he get arrested, or is or was it just a warrant? I thought it was just a warrant. Um, according to this is why I pull it really quick on Twitter to Variety, uh, he was oh he was charged with felony burglary. He's charged burglary, but... oh, felony burglary in Vermont. Sorry, can't talk right now. So, so he was charged, but I don't think he was. I don't think he was caught yet i don't think oh my god gotta speak up about that you gotta say something it's been i've been saying this for like months now like at least say like you know we fucked up we got this movie are they gonna is that a tax write-off too because that was i'm pretty sure that was their no way home and i bet you if he wasn't fucking up it probably would have been a good ass movie but now it's like definitely tied to him now you know it's (laughs) Oh shit! Like, what is the fate of? Is it even good now? <laughs> we had this movie, Batgirl. Probably was going to be a very decent movie. It had Michael Keaton's Batman. It had um, Brendan Fraser, which I think he was reprising his role from um, that one show I didn't watch, Robot Man. His character's name is Robot Man. I don't think he's from Doom Patrol. I think it was a totally different character. Either way. Um, that gets nixed. And then you have this movie that at this point nobody wants to watch. 
I think nobody really cares about the Flash. I think people care more about, you know, Ezra Miller getting arrested and getting help at this point. So it's just like baffling and uh, like we've we've talked about that situation before and just it it literally just keeps getting worse and worse. And the fact that they haven't said a word is surprising. Mm-hmm. Like like Warner Brothers has distanced themselves from more people like super quickly and super easily, you know. Example, Johnny Depp. And we have Ezra Miller here, where they are just keep racking up those you know those charges boy i mean shit and it's like even like their their tv shows on the cw just keep dipping in quality you know at first that show the flash is actually ending nine seasons that flash is ending it's like it's like you could have just gotten that that flash you know yeah the, the show's quality dipped for the past few seasons but i mean it's better than having literally somebody that just got you know convicted (laughs) and also you know arrested in you know multiple times for um you know other shit in in just the past year (laughs) that's the thing it's it's been mostly (laughs) this year that we know of (laughs) that we know of oh my god like i know that we 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 tried to we try to look Look at things through, you know, an optimistic lens as much as we can to an extent. But I mean, we have to we have to, you know, say how it is, man. You know, Warner like Warner Brothers is pretty fucked right now as far as, you know, their streaming and like just the overall productions. Cause, you know, besides like the upcoming like Shazam, Black Adam, and they're currently reshooting Aquaman too. You know, and that's a whole different thing that happened, you know. So it's like, what hap- what's happening with that is that, you know, I'm sure they probably don't want that to go away because, you know, Jason Momoa brings in the money. Mm-hmm. Rightfully so, because that guy works hard and he's, he's really good at what he does. What else is Warner Brothers doing? You know, that's not like Warner Brothers games. Because they're doing great right now. You know, Multiverses is doing fucking great. Like they that hasn't even officially launched yet, and they have concurrent like what is it a hundred thousand players concurrent in just beta. That's per, that's fantastic for a fighting game. But I don't know. Like there is a rumor going around that um, are they warning their brothers? Are they warning their brothers? Yeah. I, I they probably wish they could because they because from what it feels like so far, everything that's been canceled so far, it's. It's seen as blindsiding to the the directors and the creators yeah. of everything. So, which, which sucks even more that they work so hard to get this project pretty much done, and then just says, "No, nah, we're not doing it anymore." Which brings me to this rumor that I don't know if you've seen, Joel, but some people have been spreading around this rumor, and this is just based off of just financial stuff, like people that are financial experts and like know how, like you know process like this work that the idea is that they want to cancel these movies and shows they get the tax write-off and consolidate their streaming service that way they could just turn around and sell warner brothers to somebody else yeah <laughs> a money play that's which, all it is at the end of the day <laughs> which it, which i'm not saying this is happening because we we have no idea these are just speculations but if that happens 
pretty much that means Discovery was just, just gutting Warner Brothers just to sell again. Which if that if that happens, if that goes through, that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> Businesses be doing what they do. Mm. I guess that says about Discovery's content. <laughs> Their only purpose is to acquire another group just to to destroy, like not even make content. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. What a weird plan of action. I mean, I don't even know if they think that. I mean, we might be giving them too much credit. They might just be pieces of shit. I don't even know, man. Like, I mean, who, who's to say? Because, like, to be you know, it's a weird thing of action. Because let's be honest here. You know, I know I'm I'm not the demographic for Discovery, but if you were to ask me like a few weeks ago, you know, like to be honest, I didn't even know that Warner Brothers merged with Discovery. This happened at the beginning, like near the beginning of the year. I didn't know about this. And if you were to ask me about Discovery, I was like, it took me a second to remember what Discovery was. So maybe that's the maybe that's a reason they maybe they bought Warner Brothers to kind of bring focus back to Discovery. Maybe I don't know. Probably what it is. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I mean, if we're big Marvel fanboys, but we still want to see like the competition make good things. Like we don't want to just say fuck see, you, DC. And this is like really bad as far as like making like new content. Like because you want like the rival content create like creations to be good and feed off each other. Because if you just, I mean, I love Marvel, but if they're only dominating, it will get stale. You know, like. I mean, you know, it doesn't hurt that the fact that their only other quote unquote competition is always screwing the pooch, (laughs) you know, minimally (laughs) like they've DC, like Warner Brothers has tried to make DC like the movie powerhouse that they want, that they think they want it to be. And it hasn't worked. It hasn't worked for what's going on. Their third attempt to try to, you know, make this movie franchise like viable. And I'm not saying not viable as in like DC movies will never be good. Like there's, there's some very good DC movies. Um, It's just that there's no plan. And I feel like that under this new leadership for Warner Brothers Discovery, there's not going to be a really good plan in the future, especially if all they really want to do is just kind of like, you know, try to wrap everything up in like the Discovery brand and just, you know, focus on like a very, very narrow, very like single track mindset as far as like, we just want to release movies in theaters. It's like, well, that's fine, but that's not where a lot of your demographic is anymore. You know, Mm -hmm. especially after, especially after the pandemic, you know, that's changed things. You need to move with the times. To your point, I think some of the best content came from during the pandemic was that. I mean, I loved all the stuff that came out, but Fucking Godzilla on HBO Max. I was like, that drew in so many people. That and Mortal Kombat of all fucking things. They had one of the biggest streaming debuts for HBO yeah. Max, and I bet you they're gonna fucking nix that. And what? It's not a you know amazing movie, but we know what we're watching. You know, we we just like we wanted to watch it for that reason, and it's just Discovery is just. This does not seem like the right way to go. Maybe this is like the destruction that needs to happen for it to rebuild and be good on the outside. It's know. just not looking good. It is, especially that, you know, the, <laughs> that, that, that PowerPoint, you know, like we, we mentioned earlier, it's just like, I think they're discovering that you don't it's know what the cr- fuck you're doing. You know, like <laughs> it's cringy the fuck to say the least. Minimum. I keep saying that, but yeah, <laughs> it's, 
yeah, DC's got to spice it up a bit. I, I feel like Warner Brothers just needs to. There has to be like some people that work in the upper management that has to be like, hey, yo, you know this this isn't looking good for us right now. You need to kind of um, you know, dial it back a bit with these changes. Cause I mean, like, like let's put, let's just put, you know, DC aside and whatnot. Just think about like HBO itself, like the company HBO, this will fuck them over because, you know, for people that, you know, especially nowadays, a lot more people are moving away from cable services. HBO max was like the thing that people would get to see the HBO shows. And that was like, HBO is kind of like almost direct line of, you know, you know, compensation. So if discovery is just going to start tearing it apart, you know, I feel bad for the people that work in the HBO division, especially since like they, they're, they're working so hard to try to, you know, bring up these new shows like, um, the uh game of thrones uh see a prequel what else is coming um Not raised by wolves that's for sure yeah. they nixed that it's 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 just sad because there's this is a conversation that doesn't have an answer and it's just something that we'll have to wait on and until then all we can do is to speculate and you know being it being this is the internet the speculation is just going to cause more frustration <laughs> more more than we've already displayed here right, right now <laughs> i mean but that's just speculation too like maybe we're fucking wrong in six months maybe it's like wow they really did need to do that not likely though <laughs> the way it's looking i'm just <laughs> like if anybody listening or watching right now has actually like experienced like discovery plus let us know like Tell us how the experience is on that thing. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe it's better than HBO Max. Maybe. I have no idea. I've never heard anybody use that service. I don't know. Yes, not, but prove me wrong. <laughs> prove us wrong. I don't, yeah. That's all we could say now. Prove us wrong. Yeah. You know, and hope, hope for the best. Um, that's all we could do. Because at the end of the day, we just want to see some good content. Yeah. And right now we just kind of have to kind of try to just like surf this tidal wave of, you know, bad news. You know, it's all we could really do. Uh, I, I am tired. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 I mean, that took out more energy than I thought it would. It's just like, we use these things to like escape. I know I, you know, sometimes I bring up like, or, you know, you bring up things that aren't great to talk about, but it's a reality we face, but it's bad if the things we look to to escape are like, you know, doing this on the outside for their content. It's one thing to talk about the issues in a nice way, in a way to relate. You know, it's it's pivotal. It's it's poignant. You know, example. You know, uh, the boys right on the nose as far as what's going on, and it's by Amazon, right? That's like the greatest irony of all. And you know, they even poke fun at that too. But it's like supposed to oh, i just i'm already frustrated <laughs> i mean you brought up a good point who would have known that you know amazon prime video would have become the the service that it is because like you know take take your opinion about the company itself aside they have some banger ass shows on that service like you said we got the boys we got invincible we got um you know for your for your tabletop fans we got the um uh, Vox Machina, which is a really good show. Pops Obscure is a Destiny Mission, my bad. <laughs> oh, you know, 
And it, there's obviously a lot more to that service, you know, depending on what you like. But like, I don't know. In this, I guess all I can say right now is that if there's stuff on HBO Max that you haven't seen yet, maybe try to get to that as soon as you can because it might not be there <laughs> in the near future. I've heard about Paper Girls, Pooja. Yeah, Prime is killing it. Yeah, Paper Girls looks great. It's based, yeah. you know, they they're adaptations. Like that's an adaptation as well, just like The Boys. They're good, especially Invincible. You know. I mean, they've streamlined those shows, and I've heard from, you know, our buddy Justice, who read those things, he said, the shows have made it better, you know? And it's... I didn't yeah. expect Amazon, you know, I Amazon, you know, buy shit up, and, you know, they kind of, sometimes they gut it too, but sometimes they do make good stuff. I, I have to give them credit, even though they're, you know, the leader's kind of shitty. I mean, kind of, you know, again, minimum. It's a bowl. Paper Girls. It's supposed to you know make good content and you know again on the outside it's not looking so good but yeah prove us wrong yeah oh man so you know we might we might find out what's happening next you know sooner than we think or maybe a little bit farther away but for now i'm tired <laughs> this yeah. is awesome i'm i'm pretty sure that you guys are kind of exhausted from this news too. So, um, I don't know about Sometimes you, Joel. You gotta address the elephant in the room. Gotta address the elephant in the room. It's, you know, discovery in the room. <laughs> see, that's the thing. Cause you want to, you want to be fans of, you know, X, Y, or Z, you know, whatever you're into. And, you know, you want to talk good about it, but there's times where you have to, you know, point it out and point out that, you know, there's some weird stuff going on that needs to be addressed. You know, and it has to be done. And it's like, it's not, it's not done to like, you know, talk shit about them. Cause it's like, you know, I, I don't want to speak for you, Joel, but I, I, I assume that, you know, both of us would really love for Warner Brothers Discovery to be doing really good stuff. And it's just right now mm -hmm. they're not. And what can you do? And see, I guess. And uh, maybe we'll be wrong. Hopefully, I, I want, in this case, I want to be wrong. Like, maybe it just looks bad on the outside. But yeah. at the end of the day, we are just speculating, you know. Seem like we're talking shit, but we do want them to succeed because again, this is media we we like, you know, and we yeah. want to see good content. We we ingest it, you know, we enjoy it. Exactly. Huh. But until we figure out what happens, then um, speaking of good content, oh, uh, if you're listening right now, we appreciate you uh hanging out talking to us of course uh you can be watching these live on twitch.tv forward slash united we nerd uh you can join us in the cool. chat like uh peter 5068 has done and samosas and popcorn have done chat with us during the show and of course if you're also live you can enjoy the uh post show that we'll be doing right here but before we go just want to give you guys a little heads up we will be launching the uh, video version of our cemetery uh i want to uh san diego comic-con roundup uh live on twitch of course if you listen to this it will be coming out on the thursday of this week and of course if you want to listen to the audio version it is out right now on podcast services wherever you get yours and of course please if you don't mind sharing this 
with you know friends family anybody that you know you think would enjoy some nerdy ass conversations and of course if you want to be involved in these nerdy conversations joel where can they go multiple places so many i had to remember them all where can you find us <laughs> well for starters like you said twitch and other old videos so most of the popcorn was our guest on the miss marvel review check it out come see us talk about miss marvel it was great loved it i'm there we're also on youtube you might be watching and listening now on youtube comment below smash that subscribe button i sound more congested now keep going there <laughs> twitter and we nerd there what's it i had to i have to buy time because i forgot already united underscore we nerd retweeting a lot it's so much good i mean you can comment us on our stuff there or retweets slide into our dms say joel you're fucking wrong about discovery great tell me why i want to hear it i want to hear that they're going in the right direction i'm laughing because i hope i'm fucking wrong about the future we think we're seeing we're also on the sucker verse as i say we're on facebook united we nerd like i say we post our after shows there kind of give you a taste of what's going on you know check us there instagram united underscore we nerd check us there we're trying to build our instagram present presence <laughs> um you know we post our clips stuff there we, we're trying you know we follow ign we repost the news try to get a gauge of what the nerdy news that's going on because we love that stuff so again facebook instagram youtube twitch united we nerd but if you don't want to reach us there you want to send us a traditional old email questions comments suggestions feedback about what's going on reasons why you should like giant monsters mobile suits Mortal combat soul caliber this with an email united we nerdcast at gmail.com where united we nerdcast at gmail.com i think that's everything i i, I danced <laughs> around it a lot because we have a lot i even have a list and <laughs> still uh, you no, know, everybody just just give joel a round of applause right now that was beautiful beautiful work yeah link tree we have a link tree for everything <laughs> fuck consolidation yeah. go look at our link tree I just say that from now just have a b-roll ad we just rolled a video real quick go to our link tree. <laughs> Brian, you don't want to see us together you just want to check out your stuff you're playing uh -huh. titanfall 2 or something where can they find you well, of course, you can also find me here on Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Brian Saber, um, as well as on Twitter and Instagram at uh, Brian underscore Saber. Um, yeah, you'll always kind of see me just kind of talking about, you know, a lot of random stuff. Uh, most recently, I've been talking about a lot of wrestling stuff, which has been very interesting, especially since Vince's, you know, t am grade of the WWE. Um, yeah, for now um but yeah and as well as just other nerdy stuff you know like to have conversations every once in a while mm -hmm. but of course joel if they want to you know only talk to you and hang out with you uh, where could they do that Doubtful. but if you do i mean on spotify and soundcloud under mad mech monster mind where i release some music haven't done it in a while but working on stuff in the shadows real quick also, my TikTok, where I post some of the clips we have here and other nerdy game shit. Uh, my, 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 Mad Mech Monster Mind, because someone already took the first one. So that's where you can find me on TikTok. On Twitch, under Acoustic Avenger. There I actually recorded our gameplay of Evolve and Our Return. If you want to check it out, go check it out. And our reactions to going back to that game. And on Twitter, Acoustic Avenger. But the I is a one. Oh, yeah. All right. 
Thank you for hanging out with us. We appreciate it. We hope you have a good week. Twitch chat, hang around. We're going to do a little post-show action. But if you're watching this on YouTube or listening to it on podcast services, we will see you next time. And remember, keep on nerding. Keep on Green Goblin. <laughs> All right. Curses. Their gifts. <laughs> We are gods. <laughs> All it's right. Moral crusade. <laughs>